you know, the current place we're at, which is why, you know, like you mentioned the viral video, I uh, I zero in on those things with my children, and I, I use three elements when we get into it. We're going to speak on history history and heritage, uh, hence why my son is aware of Huey P. Newton, who Huey P. Newton is, and uh, I like to speak on things that are affecting me and that are going to affect them. And just, you know, just giving a quick example, speaking of the viral video, I teach them a whole lot about nepotism. That's something that affected me when I was in the corporate world. I understand that people in, you know, higher power and higher positions, they tend to look out for their own first. Uh, and when I, when I teach them about inflation, I understand that $100,000 in 2016 is going to have the buying power of 55 k in 2036. So hence, that's why I touch on those three subjects every time I uh, impute knowledge into my children because I want to. Those are the things I feel like are really priority, and that's going to affect them whether I'm here tomorrow or I'm not. That's the information and the education that they need on the world going, around, going on around them. Uh, and even more speaking on the video on the babies, I feel like we got too many Walmart babies. we got too many television babies. Like you said, uh, unlearn and relearn. You have to unplug. You can never, you can never really uh, plan to be anything bigger than the world if you're still attached to the things of it. I can't plan, you know, I, I'm never, I'm never going to own a store if I keep shopping in it. Uh, you know, and I tell I'm people this all the time. Right now. <laughs> I, I tell people this all the time. Some of us going to sit in line. One of us, some of us going to direct that line, but only one of us going to own that building. And that's why I say you got to be analytical. You got to step back and decide which one you want to be. You want to be the buyer or the seller. You know, you, 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 you want to be the user or the seller. How do you want to play this game, man? And just speaking of even going more in on that, uh, I say this, it's, it's a war going on outside. I tell people all that spiritually, spiritually, uh, physically, mentally, from our intake to our finances, uh, poverty, food, oppression. It's, it's so many elements and levels to to the war that's going on outside. You, my my you know biggest what's goal. Crazy? Mm-hmm. Speaking of um, speaking of June and it being Black Music Month, one of the zones that I've been in this month or in general, and then I'm always in is I live, like, I'm from, I'm from the South. Like, mm-hmm. I was born in Georgia. Um, so I'm a down South Georgia girl. So I'm a, I'm a really huge Goody Mob fan. And it's like, right. when Soul Food dropped in 95, like, I was on it. When mm-hmm. Steel Standard dropped in 98, I was really on it. And it's like, it was hot because the production was dope, like mm-hmm. the delivery, the everything. It was just, it was just what it was, and I was really fucking with it. But as an adult, like going back, like not only am I hearing, but I'm actually listening to the message mm-hmm. that they was giving me in '95 right. and '98, and here I am, 20 years later, like yo, Goody Mob was like really making it plain, and it's like that's one of the things that they that they kind of focused on, you know what I'm saying? Right, about, right. About how we're really like, what was it? I think that was on Soul Food. Mm-hmm. The song Fighting for Your Spirit and Your Mind. Like, we're right. literally fighting for our spirits and our minds out here. And when we say mind, that go, that speaks to what you just what you just talked about. Um, right. And I, I, because I, the food that we eat affects our minds. You know what I'm saying? Exactly, like, exactly. This 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 fluorided water that they love to give us. And you, you know what? I never understood. I um, like I said, I'm from Florida, so I was in the Florida school system. They sent the Mendez brothers to my elementary. It, it was a company uh, that focused on dental work, and they sent that company to my school weekly to tell me to brush three times a day. But they never told me the dangers of fluoride. They never told me that. You know, they they were they were essentially. Uh, Coming to my school without my parents' consent, 
and teaching me to, you know, to, to digest poison every day. And that's, you know that's what I, I say, just, like, you, you know what I was just thinking about recently. Mm-hmm. So I'm in, I'm in DC. Uh-huh. There's a chain of grocery stores called Safeway or whatever. And outside of the Safeways, um, like a few months ago, like no matter if I was on the south side, uptown, wherever, like I kept seeing these tables. And even in the good white folks neighborhood where I work at, I was seeing uh-huh. these tables outside where different people were set up talking about, oh, you know, they cut back the budgets for D.A.R.E. Are you familiar with the D.A.R.E. program? And I'm like, yeah. I'm familiar with mm-hmm. that program, and I vividly remember being in kindergarten in the early 90s, and uh-huh. their program, like the police coming into our schools with a whole big, like, I don't even want to, like, almost bulletin board with all the different types of drugs, like, pinned to right, it, right. and was like, yeah, this how you use it. Why are you telling a five-year-old, hey, these are, these are, drugs here's what type of drugs they are and here is why you use them how is right. that daring me not to do drugs isn't that daring <laughs> me to try it you know right what I mean? right like, and then they, and then like you said when we were in elementary school they roll up with the little you know dental trucks and right. here's your toothpaste and here's uh-huh. a sample of fluoride for everybody you know what i'm saying well, look, you're right right so listen we got fluoride for the whole family go go home and right. share it Right, and that's and, and and that's one of the biggest reasons why I tell people they got to be analytical. Like I, I think thinking is just so lost within this era. I mean, even the one behind it, they don't think a lot of times. We're just so quick to act like we are the, and I hate it, but we're the demographic of instant gratification. I don't, I don't want to go to the store and cook. I need it right now. So you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go grab McDonald's. I'm gonna go grab something that's a detriment to my health. I don't. I don't want to wait like this. Put it in my hand right now, and I need it right now. I don't. And 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 one of the biggest things I learned about these companies—they're very strategic. I, I I just put a bit um, a video out talking about this yesterday. They know they know two things about my demographic. They know we inpatient, and they know a lot of us living in poverty. So what do they do? They give you a four dollar box at at uh at Wendy's. Now, mm. being being analytical, if you go home, oh, Burger King one of the worst ones. It is no nobody got no business selling. Ten nuggets for a dollar forty nine. That don't add up. The 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 price point on that should bother someone when they buy it. You giving me these nuggets for fourteen cents a piece? What am I really eating? Is this really some you know some good some grade A quality Maybe. chicken? Little John told us over a decade ago, nothing in life is free. So the fact right. that you're trying to give me ten pieces of something for damn near free, something about right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that 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 makes no sense at all. And and even like I said, just people have to be analytical. Just stop for a moment, look the hell around you, and think about what you're doing, why you're doing it, and what's going on. Like a bottle of water costs more than those nuggets. Something not adding up. That don't make sense to me. You 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 can't be giving me real nourishment for a dollar fifty, but y'all charging me a dollar seventy nine if I'm at checkout in Walmart. You know to to to, to get a Gatorade or a bottle of water. But I say like people. People just don't think they got this, I need it right now mentality. I mean, even from, and not even the intake, I feel like that's why a lot of us aren't, aren't maximizing our potential. We, we, we're, we're not being as successful as we can be. We just got this, man, listen, I got a dream. But if it don't turn over by, by you know, two days from now, I'm finna quit and I'm finna let it go. And that's one of my biggest things I, I still don't want Because uh, a lot of people don't know from my background, like I said, I, I had I had a little dealing with corporate America. My father retired from the uh from the Secret Service a year ago. 
So wow. and, and my and my granddaughter is my great grandfather retired from both the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office and the town police department. So we've always had again I, that's why I know how real nepotism is because I've been on that other end on that good side. You know you know when I was uh I hated authority. But I found myself for the dollar, which I found out later, don't equate to my happiness at all. But for the dollar, I was putting my dreams off to the side saying, you know what, well, I'm going to just go sign up and be a dispatcher. It's easy. You know, the family already in there, so I know I got the job guaranteed. But I saw how real nepotism was even then before it turned around and bit me in the ass when I was a dispatcher there, and they handled me a certain way. But just going back to that, I have, before I got in business, before I started the mentorship, I shared these dreams with people. I told them the visions. And... Everybody told me it wouldn't work. Like, people always ask, and they've been asking me nonstop on Instagram, why the tattoos in the face? Why the tattoos in the face? Uh, they like to, it's some, it's, 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 I don't know. It's some myth going around that tattoos in prison are synonymous. Okay, cool. I've never been there. I have no criminal background whatsoever. Yes, I do have 27 tattoos in my face. I love art. I love to express them. One of my favorite ones is the black fist I got on the side of my face in the red, green, and black colors. Uh, I stand proud on that one. I tattoo it over a hundred times again. But uh, the reason for getting the first one is when I left, when I lost that job at the sheriff's office, I, 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 you know, I shared my dreams with everybody. I told them what I wanted to do, and you know that minute thinking. They're like, "Nah, man, you know the, you got kids and you, 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 you can't survive being in business. You, you only 22 and yada yada yada." So I got tired of it one day, and despite everybody, I went and got the first one on my face. It's, it's, it's uh. It's really similar to an A, but it's a symbol of strength. It's an ancient symbol of strength. But I knew at that point that was my way of telling everybody to kiss my ass. And that was also my way of telling myself, listen, it's fight or flight at this point. You cannot get a job anywhere. You, you, you've excommunicated, excommunicated yourself from that world. So now you have to push yourself to be something great and to just make this all come to fruition or, you know, you're going to fall off. And at that point, when you when you a man and you got kids, there is no other choice. You can't fall off. So, again, like I said, just... Really being and say that that's like that's like that's amazing. You know what I'm saying? Like, of course, you you. know, like that's a question. Like, okay, Mr. Grace, um, you know, you know, what's what's his background? Did he do time? Mm -hmm. Did he, you know, was he in a gang? Mm -hmm. Is he is he you know is he this is he that? Right. No, actually, he comes from you know what I'm saying? Like a quote unquote fam, you know, nuclear family. Yeah, he got a father person. His father got a, got a job. You know what I'm saying? Like, my, my, like, my mom was a school teacher. She, she hang with kids yeah. all day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and so, you know, people mm-hmm. can assume, you know, like whatever. But I mean, right. for me, I didn't know your story. And I didn't care because it doesn't matter. All that right. matters is what you open your mouth and say when you say it. Right, What right. it is you do. And mm-hmm. the father, you, you, you know what I'm saying? You are your children. Right. Um, and it's just like I see, you know, you have a whole mentoring program, and that's important because kids that really need, to, you know, what I'm saying. I, matter of fact, I hate to use the word kids, children, youth that really need, you know, what I'm saying, like a mentor that really need right. to hear a message. Like mm-hmm. you're the perfect vehicle for that. Because before they, before, you know what I'm saying, they get your story, they already think, you know what I'm saying, this somebody who definitely know me. Like, they're not crediting, right, he, you know and, what I'm saying, and I, your credibility. And that's one of, whereas, right, that's one of the biggest things I stand on. And that's, and that's like, that's 100. That's important. 
You know what I mean? Like, we need those type of things. And it's like, even in my field, you know, like, I'm an information professional, so I work at the library, uh-huh. working on my library science degree. You know, I'm trying to be a librarian. I also work in mm-hmm. the archives. And it's just like, you know, sometimes I go to work with my grill in my mouth. <laughs> and right. you know what I'm saying? Like, I, you know, I, I dress a certain way or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Why? Because I want to break the stereotype. One, it's not a lot of black librarians. But I, right. I'm cool. I'm hip. I know what's going on. I'm aware. Mm-hmm. I'm awake. I'm awoke. I wear a grill. I could be all of those things. You know what I'm saying? And right. it's important because people need to see different images of us in different mm-hmm. ways in order to be able to, you know what I'm saying, to digest it. That's, um, and that's what because I Because oftentimes, I, you know, we come in with a suit and tie and we look clean cut. Right. You know, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> people are like, yeah. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. They, they view you as an anomaly versus right. somebody that understands, you know what I'm saying, like what's going on and, and like... And I, I, I have, I have direct experience with that. I, I remember being at the Great American Teaching when I was a kid, and it, you, you, you can't come in here with no. I hated school already. I hated the story. Only reason I got my little two point two GPA is because I didn't want to disappoint my mom and daddy because my brother didn't get his prior. But when you coming in with your with your suit on and you telling me how you the CEO of Coca Cola, we not moved. Uh. Unfortunately, we rejected you when you came through the door because you don't your 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 imagery doesn't resonate with what we idolize or what what we see every day or what we hang around. And I tell people that all the time, like uh, that's one of the biggest points that it's the medicine and the candy method. One, I feel like I'm the most relatable mentor and speaker that's gonna come in this era because one, I fit the I I uh I fit the description. If, if if I don't look exactly like them, then I might mess around and look worse than them because a lot of them don't even got 27 tattoos in their face. But because I'm hip, because I've been to, because I've been to the streets, because I've seen both sides of of of, of street level being the worst drug dealer in the world and invested a whole $1,200 and lost that probably two days after I was back broke looking for a job, and then. Because I got that key to the corporate world, blew that, but then but then I took information and, and, and I gathered things while I was there and then I stepped out into the entrepreneurial world. So that's 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 one of the things I really hang my hat on is I can give it to these young brothers and sisters from so many levels. I've been you, I've been in the streets, I've been I've been trying to make opportunities out of out of illegal methods. I failed at that. I went to corporate America, tried to be a good boy and you know, and play by the rules. I failed at that. That wasn't for me until I until I came from you know, until my calling and recognized I want to control my destiny. I want to be independent. I want to put my family in position. I, I want to be able to move when I want to move. I want to look how I want to look. I do not want to alter who I truly am to fit the standards of another man for opportunity. And that's one of the biggest things I try to tell these kids when I'm out there talking to them, man, you can be you. Make the world adjust to you. You do not have to gauge who you who you genuinely are, you know, for outside acceptance, for outside love or opportunity. And, um, uh, as I say, like, even from the hair to the tattoos, and um, probably two months ago, I finished up a book called 24 Reasons Why African Americans Stuff. Reason number eight was we don't shop or stimulate our personal or community economies. And I'm not going to lie, when I first got some money back at 20, how old was I, 23, I went and bought my first bins. And then I got some more money last year. I went and bought my second bins. But when I read that book, again, it helped me be analytical. That I, I was a very conscious man, but I understood, man, there's levels to it. And you got to get even better. And 
one of the things I recognized when I was reading that book is I really wasn't stimulating my economy because I, I the same thing in my comments. Why are you wearing dashikis? Why are you always in dashikis? And I'm like, listen, because I shop black. If, if you watch my videos and you ask my daughter what we shop, she know that at four and five, she's going to tell you, man, we shot black. And, again, I, I, I sat back. I said, man, damn, every time something go wrong in this house, we run to Walmart. Every time y'all need clothes, you run to H&M. Every time I want a new car, we go on a Mercedes. These places do nothing for my community. These places do nothing for the slums or the ghettos or the hoods I'm in. No, uh, no back-to-school drives, no food drives, no sponsored teams. They don't even ride through. We, we don't even see that nice foreign car pass through our neighborhood. And just and like I said, just being analytical. We got to be conscious about who we support. We got to be conscious about what we eating. We got we we just got to conscious up period. And like I said, uh, when I left that job, again, nepotism affected me when I left there. I'm not even gonna say left there when they forced me out. But it's just funny how life works because I I remember sitting there saying to myself when, when I first started consciousing up and when I first again just started being analytical and realizing it's a war going on outside. It's like damn. Uh, and, you know, just going back real quick in the past before I go on this part, in August of – the day I released the first book was August – again, August 20th when I, on my 25th birthday in 2014. That following night, I ended up shooting two people. Uh, it was clear self-defense, and they both were African-American. You know, it, it, it was an exchange in the heat of the moment, and I had my daughter in the car with me. And I do not tolerate disrespect or violation at any time when my children are with me. So I did what I felt I had to do as a man. And although I felt like I was in the right, I laid there that following day, and again, I just had an epiphany again, like, this system and this program has trained me to hate my people, has trained me to resort to the, you know, to the strongest, strongest level of violence in any emergency. But, it, but and, and, and then I had to be analytical and think, man, how, how many times you'd have been pulled over and the police disrespected you? You shot them? So, you know, I, I had to look myself in the mirror and conscious of, and, and, and that's what we fast forward to the mentorship, like, Listen, uh, to the world, to the system, to the higher powers. Yes, at one point in time, you, you, you know, you had me hypnotized. You, you had me angry at the world and, and willing to kill my brothers and sisters. But, you know, you fucked up. You let us get social media. You let me start connecting with other people who have like minds. You let me, you know, get, get access to too many books. So I don't hate my people now. I hate your system. And I'm going to do everything in my earthly power to, like, leave here to tear down your system and educate as many of my people as I can so they don't take none of the roles I did. They go straight to the damn top, and we tear down your system one day at a time. And that's the, the biggest thing my mentorship is about is just empowering us, uplifting us, educating us, because there's so many things we blind on. And, because and, once and the you biggest, love your people, you, mm -hmm. you, you really change. You know what I'm saying? It's like... For me, I found myself in compromising positions where I literally want to wanted to blow a motherfucking head off, off, right. off GP, off principle. Mm -hmm. But I, but I, but because I had a certain level of consciousness and a certain amount of love for my people, I was like, I can't blow that man head off. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like right. that's like you know what I'm saying? Like that ain't even me. That's not even us. Right. Like when you mm -hmm. like when you get into um. Like Sheikh Antadia and the two cradle theory. Right. Like he talks about the southern cradle and the northern cradle, and the southern cradle mm -hmm. being people of African descent, the northern cradle being people of you know European descent, and he characterizes right. you know like the way that Europeans act, their violence, their you know mm -hmm. hate for one another and people and nature and you know like all of these things and, and how right. you know like they 
Like they come from a place, like they were nomads. They didn't have any resources. And when mm-hmm. you don't have any resources, how do you act? You act like the right, like of Chicago. Like a you act like animal. St. Louis. You act like, right. you know what I'm saying? You act like Liberty City. You act like, you know what I'm saying? Like, because mm-hmm. you don't have resource and access to the things that you need. And that's something that we've adapted from them. That's characteristic right. of them. They put mm-hmm. us in a situation where we don't have the resources when, in fact, all of the resources, the world resources, actually come from us. Okay, we from us. control of them. Right. We just don't have control of them because they, they never had shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and, and that's why I'm on their ass every night because I'm like, man, listen, we got to break this 5-2 theory. It is no outlet. Listen, I, I don't know what book, what, what fairy tale book, the good book, whatever book told us that it is our job as humans to dedicate five days of our life to working on another motherfucker's dream, and in the two days we get, we blow off on excessive sleep and idle time, and and maybe give our dream a little bit of the time. It's, it's, I, I hate the five-two theory. The five-two theory. I hate that we're giving these entities seventy-one percent of our lives and not leaving with no ownership or no equity. We're doing 30 years out there, and then what a lot of people don't understand is widow. This current generation is a millennial. Social, they say Social Security may not be here. Again, in inflation. It's, it's a lot of us getting paid right now feeling really comfortable where we're at, but we don't understand in 20 years. If that if, the, if that guy that's, you know, dangling the money over us, if he don't give us a huge-ass pay rate, inflation going to swallow us. And, again, I say people got to be analytical. We all done been in the store with our mom and dad, and she said, damn, that was $1 back in my day. And it's ten dollars now. That's called inflation. But I like, like I said, ignorance is bliss. We just laugh it off and go, ha, yeah, yeah, well, that's ten now. You, you ain't know. You know, we keep it moving. I understand that. That's gonna be you one day walking with your child when shit hit fifty dollars, and you like, man, we ain't even got it. And people don't understand when inflation hit. We're going to have to work harder than ever in scale back. Now that makes no damn sense. I'm gonna have to kick it into ultra slave mode, and then live, live like one too. I'm 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 not even grinding to get better. I'm grinding to stay the same because the cost of living have got so high that my old pay rate can't even keep up. And again that's why I say like it all fall hand in hand, nepotism. We need to seek ownership. We need to create our own. It's it's too many of too many of us out here with potential. I see too many of us seven foot damn tall going to jail for drugs, killing each other. You got no business sitting in the prison. I said to the other Queen, if you get your hair done and you know it A to Z, you need to go invest in hair. That is a billion dollar industry, but all women are up. Now, I'm not saying all of them, because I've, I've seen some that, that broke the mold. But I see a lot of our women that, you know, spend thousands of dollars on, on that industry a year, but still haven't figured out how to make one dollar from it. All we figured out is how to lose. Uh, even the fellas, and I said this yesterday, if you had a dollar bubble and you found a way to make it in five, you got a you got a good chance of being a boss. If you had twenty dollars and you found a way to get all your brothers twenty dollars at the same time, you were a boss. We 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 come out with brute strength and aggression. I, I and again, being analytical, I don't we know if people ever noticed. We know the math. Right. We know the we, science. We, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like I tell right. people all the time. Yeah, you might have a two point two GPA. But I bet you any amount of money, you know what I'm saying, Tyrone ain't going to lose a dollar on a pound. You know nope, how to No, nope. You know, listen, you know he, how many ounces is, in a pound, hey, how many grams is in it. Listen, you know how, you know, Tyrone, Tyrone is a damn scientist. He just don't know it. Tyrone is a scientist. He don't know it. 
And that's, that's what I say, like, be analytical. We got to stop and say, what am I? Listen, you got aggression, big dog. You like fighting. You like knocking motherfuckers out. Man, go get in the gym and get paid for it. Baby girl, you know everything about yaki and yaki, have you said, and all that hell they got going on. Well, baby, you might need to get paid for this. If you know how to take your dope and whip it up to a higher value and tax the consumer on it, you are cut out for business. You you made for Damn. business. You you got yes, you got you you are great with the upsell. You you need to open a business and invest in yourself and this is the stuff I tell people just like even the weekends I and I I made a video about this last night. We gotta work on budget and that and like you said, when you don't have the necessities for life, I think that's where the, that a lot of times that's where the gorilla shit come from. Like I know what it's like to be like, Man, my water off. Like back in 2012, I went through that for four days. Water, no, no water, no lights. We, and I'm running a business at this time. Me and my kids getting kicked out of Panera Bread every day because I, I, ain't, I ain't leaving. I need this Wi-Fi, you know. And they, they only got a two-hour limit, so they coming to me like, hey, you know, sir, you done been in six hours. These kids bad as hell. You gotta go. Uh, no, you know, give me uh, some cookies or something. So, so you know, if I'm me, you can't kick now. But I know what it's like because. One thing about me, I came from a I came from a, a great background, but I think in order to be a true leader, there has to be a level of stubbornness, because so many people who are scared or who don't want to deal with that real mission, they're gonna try to deter you, and you got to be firm in your shit. Like, man, I ain't going nowhere. I'm gonna die right here. So I've always had that mentality. And, right. I've always had that mentality. And that's what you Even, talked about in one of your YouTube videos, and going back yeah. to the fact that like. I said you've been viral for the last week, but you've been at this for a minute. Like when I yeah, was I've been doing days, this for like, years. Bruh been on this. He been doing this. I watched one of your YouTube videos called Three Easy Steps to Success in Longevity." Uh-huh. Oh yeah, you know, that's one of my favorite ones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You talk about heart. You talk about smarts and resources, and that's something right. that, I, that I keep hearing reverberating throughout this conversation, because when you talk mm-hmm. about heart, you talk about how important it is to have faith, consistency, and ambition, and consistency is key, and it's like, right. even with me and some of the stuff that I've been working on, it's like, I'm not seeing the fruit, but I'm also aware that everything is in instant gratification, right. and everything is not going to happen overnight, and consistency right. is key, and that's where you beat out most people. Because most right. people oh, oh, yeah. not going to have the heart. They're not no, they, the they're not built for it. Keep they're it. not built for it. Most people uh-uh. aren't going to put invest in themselves. Like, right. I think I just talked about this, like, last episode. And even, you know, like, every week, it's like, yeah, I'm cutting back. Like, I ain't at the bar as much. I ain't buying as much <laughs> right. these days. You know what I'm saying? Why? Because yeah. I, I'm pouring into myself. I'm investing in myself. Um, right. And sometimes you don't see those fruits immediately, but one day, you know what I'm saying, when you keep at it, like your work is going to pay off. Whenever you start and a I, business, like you got to put in the sweat. Right. And I, without I, that sweat, I, I, nobody going to believe in you. I want to share this with you, too, and this is so real because people, I have a retail business called uh, Mania Bound. I started that four years ago. I, I got an Instagram for that as well. I just don't post it on my personal because I never wanted to be known as the dude with the clothes and the shoes. I wanted to be known for my, you know, my actions in the community, my, my, uh, my fight for the people. But I started that business. That, that's, that's the retail business I kicked off four years ago. And I, I told myself, and it's so crazy, like, and as I tell people, that the power of thought, the power of the tongue. I told myself when I started, I said, you know, when I'm 26, I want to quit it. I'll be 27 in August. And I kid you not. That my last book, like I told you, came out Wednesday. Uh, 
I loaned a friend of mine like two thousand dollars probably three weeks ago. Uh and I get full? I have <laughs> no <I'm>... <laughs> <laughs> I know I loaned him like two grand a couple of weeks ago, help help my mom with something and the mothers of my children, I'm whenever they need me, I'm coming, I'm very active with them. So make a long story short, I'm down to my last and the book is scheduled to release June eighth. I'm sitting there. Now this this is just how crazy life is. I'm sitting there Tuesday and I'm like my cousin like, uh, so what's up? You you know, you gonna go down to the book place to go ahead and get them pressed out. The release date is supposed to be tomorrow. You haven't even gotten them pressed out yet. No, I ain't gonna lie, I've been a little, a little hesitant because I'm down to my last, loaning and helping everybody else. Ain't nobody paid me back like they said they was. And I was like, man, you know what? Uh, man, fuck it. I'm finna go down there, get them this $900, make these copies. You know, it's gonna come how it's gonna come. I, I, I done been broke eight times since being in business. I'm gonna bounce back every time because I'm resilient. Uh, I went to sleep that Tuesday. The right repost came and we're on this phone now. I'm not gonna lie to you. I done, I sold 84 books in 24. I sold more books in 24 hours than I did in two years. And again, that's why I tell you, like you were saying, that consistency, the power of the tongue, the power of the thought, like, we, we, we got to hold our bridges and just say, you know what? I'm standing firm in this. This is what I believe in. This is why I'm riding. Fuck it. How it's going to come? Like, being broke ain't going to kill you. We done all been broke before. We done all had to eat a little less than we than we had. Money doesn't broke. mean a thing. Right. It no, it don't. I learned that. I learned that when I, like, last month I did a whole series on, like, mental health. Like, every mm-hmm. episode last month was dedicated to, to the issues that we have in the black community. I had right. one of my brothers come on to talk about, you know, issues that black men deal with in black mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, I talked about it in general. I talked, you know, like, I try to frame it in all these different ways because it's something important. And it's like, I went to college, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was born uh-huh. in Georgia. I came from a, a small town. Um, uh-huh. You know, I'm a southern girl with city dreams. I'm living in the city, woo, woo, woo. Like, right. found a new home. Like, Chicago is like home to me. Woo, woo, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, when I was, I went I went to Howard University. The illustrious Howard University. I went to the premier Negro institution in the United, in the whole wide world, Craig. I, right. I, I stayed on the right track. I didn't do anything wrong. I never went to jail. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, went to school, got a college degree, went to get my uh-huh. master's. And, like, while I was working on that shit, I, like, eventually I hit a wall and it was like, I couldn't find a job. And I'm like, how I can't find a job when I did everything that I was supposed to do. I got experience. I got the degrees. I got the this, the know-how, the whatever, but I could not find a job. And I just hit a, I just hit a brick wall. And that was, you know, mentally it was really hard. And it was like, I had got like, I finished my master's degree. I moved back to D.C. I was trying mm-hmm. to work on my Ph.D. because ideally I wanted to teach and do research at the university. Right. And, you know, kind of do what my mentor did for me. He brought, he brought mm-hmm. me to my particular consciousness, and I know that it's my job to take my skills and my talents and, you know, disperse them throughout the community, right. uplift and empower them. You know what I'm saying? He, so yeah, I'm he, like, that's the person I want to be. I, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? That's the person I wanted to be. I need somebody like Dr. Gregory Carr. So let me let me try to do right. that. But when I was working on my PhD, man, like, everything hit the wall. Like, I ended up flunking out. Not even flunking out. Like, barely, like, it was some bullshit. But anyway, mm-hmm. no money. About to be evicted from my apartment. I had started a GoFundMe. 
I was out here cleaning houses off Craigslist. And, it's, you know, it's funny. Like, people always, you know, in this quote-unquote black conscious community, talk all the time about, oh, you shouldn't watch Empire and you shouldn't watch Love and Hip Hop Atlanta and all uh-huh. of this. But I watch it because you have to be relatable and able to talk to people when they talk to you about the things that they indulge in. So right. I watched Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. I was talking to mm-hmm. my own girl one day about all of this, all of this intellectual property, and that's something that you talk about, talk to, talk about in your videos, and talk to your, uh, talk about to your kids all the time about intellectual property. All this intellectual property I got, I can't figure out like how I can instantly cash in on any of it. Right. So I was like, you know what? Maybe I should start a cleaning business like Mimi from Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is before she dropped the sex tape for money. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm gonna do a cleaning business. So I started posting ads on Craigslist um, mm-hmm. for for cleaning and organizing closets. Had never organized a closet a fucking day in my life. <laughs> as soon as I put it up, people start responding, and the first hits that I got was about organizing closets. So what did I right. do? I'm an information professional and always have been. I'm a damn good researcher. I researched mm-hmm. the shit out of how to organize some clauses and organize the fuck out of them and start getting jobs doing it. So I was instantly right. getting money. And I had a I had a um a calendar up on my wall, kinda similar to the one I actually have right now that I never use. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> but I had a little dry erase board calendar up that I had up there and I put the, oh, yeah. all of the months for like, you know, whatever, all of the days and I'm like, okay. In order to reach my goal, I need to make like a hundred and fifty dollars a day. Right. And I was like, so I'm gonna need to clean a house, organize a closet, and make a hundred and fifty dollars a day in order to get this money, so I'm not addicted. But at some point mm-hmm. it clicked in, like because I was able to raise money and people saw me cleaning and adding my own money to my own GoFundMe. Like I had people that I hadn't talked to in years getting a hundred fifty dollars, fifty dollars, twenty five. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I was investing in myself. They were able right. to give me money to help me. But then at some mm-hmm. point I realized, I said, damn, princess, as soon as you get this money, you're not going to be like Brian McKnight back at one. You're going to be back at zero. <laughs> so, what are you, so what are you doing here? What is really going on? And it's right. like, I was like down to the down, and I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do, where I'm going to go, how I'm going to make it through. I'm going to be homeless, you know, X, Y, and mm-hmm. Z. And then... I had gotten this car, I mean, in this car accident, like, earlier that year. Uh-huh. And the insurance company had been blowing me up, but it had been getting on my nerves. So one day I said, I answered the phone. The lady was like, um, you know, hi, Miss Black. Um, I just wanted to call and touch bases. Woo, the bam. Like, we have a settlement check for you for 5000 Woo. I was like, she was like, is that okay? <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, 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 that's okay. <laughs> I didn't even know that they was. I didn't even know I was eligible for a check, that I was gonna get a check, and like, yo, I got five thousand dollars. I'm I'm on some really street shit, so I ended up with like another five thousand dollars in less than uh-huh. in less than like thirty forty five days. So in a forty five mm-hmm. day period, I went from cleaning to like I have a bachelor's degree from D Howard University. I have a master's degree from the Jacob H. Carruthers School of Inner City Studies at Northeastern Illinois. You know, I got all of this mm-hmm. shit, and I have been cleaning toilets, organizing closets, hustling off Craigslist, waking up every hour of the day. I was literally setting up an alarm on my phone for every hour of the day. 24 alarms so I can wake up and post ads on Craigslist so I can get this mm-hmm. money. I went from doing that 24 hours a day to $10,000 in less than 45 days. And yeah. it was like, because of all the bills that I had, 
and all of the responsibilities. And then, you know, we like to indulge when we get a little money. Like, uh-huh. I've been cleaning toilets. I deserve a lobster or, you know. What? Right, right, right. Yeah. Young, I ended up not even blowing it irresponsibly, but just taking care of responsibilities and $10,000 gone. Just uh-huh. like that. And from that experience, I realized that, yo, none of this money matters. Because no, what don't. you do in life, you literally reap what you sow, regardless of what yeah. you believe in. And I've seen you say this in several different videos um, on YouTube. Y'all should check him out, Dear Grace 2, on YouTube. Um, he has all these excellent videos. One of the things that you talk about is how it doesn't matter what your background, what you believe in, what higher power, et cetera, et cetera. Like, Right. I just literally, one thing is for certain, you reap what you sow. Right. So when you are, when you homeless and you ain't got a fucking place to go, if you're a shitty person, you're just going to be homeless. Yeah. Exactly. But if you pour <laughs> to people accordingly and you give it back to the community and you've been a good friend, you've been a good son, you've been a good brother, you've been a good nephew, you've been a good uncle, you've been a good something, somebody has a place for you to lay, they got food mm-hmm. for you to eat, you're going right. to get to the next level some way, somehow, because of what you pour in to this universe. You just are. Right. This is the way that it works. And I was able to learn how much money you have. It doesn't, it doesn't, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean anything. Money don't right. mean nothing. You have all the money in the world. What does that mean? Right. You can still no, be surrounded by negative people because your circle is what is the most important. Right, it's 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 all about that. It's all about that care. It's all about those intangibles. It's that shit we can't. Now, now intellectual property, like they got to understand. Once we get that into intellectual property, which is which I again I feel is way more greater, they can snatch this shit from us every day of the week. We will get up and we will get it back again and again and again because you cannot, you can't take that information in my head. You can't. You you know what? Hold on one second. I'm, my daughter bothered me by the phone, so I'm I'm gonna let her explain it. Maybe, uh, you lost everything today. What you got tomorrow? Intellectual property. And what is intellectual property? Intellectual property is what you can see from us. Bye. <laughs> but, uh, that girl is so crazy. But, uh, that, you, you, you're 100% right. Yeah, you, you're 100% right. It's, it's all about your character. It's, 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 it's intangible. It's that shit you can't touch that mean more than anything. Like you said, once you plant those good seeds, It'll come back around. It'll double back around. And that's, that's really how I feel right now because I, 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 I even had a moment the other day where I cried and I'm like, damn, I've been fighting for my people for four years and all I wanted y'all to do is just listen. That's all, that's all I wanted y'all to do is just take the time to listen, hear my perspective because it may be something that can help us grow. And when I seen all them reposts and I seen them, them, them celebrities and all them and I'm just like, Damn, this okay, it's it's it. They I got their ear. Now we kick in the plan of action. I start going city to city, state to state. Uh, you know, if if if, if it permits I want to get out of the country. I want to touch as many people as I can. Again, just to put and, and, and not saying I want to force it on them because my way of thinking and, and my route to success ain't for everybody. even consciousness. I would love for all of us to be there, but some of us just like, fuck it, man, I don't I don't want to be smart. I, you know, I, I like living down here, and I, I, I like being behind time. It's unfortunate, but it's really some of my brothers and sisters that they're just not interested in the level up. They're not interested in taking their mind to levels that, you know, it's never seen, but that's really their agenda. Like, 
because I'm sure that's an African proverb. I'm, I'm for sure that's something that people talk about in Christianity. We all ain't right. gonna get in the gates. We all ain't ready. We right. Just, we just not. You know. Some, what I mean? some, like, some of us are really gonna be casualties of war. Yeah. Mhm. Definitely, and and that's that's really where I'm at with it. Like, man, listen, I know I may not save them all, but goddamn it, I'm gonna save as many as I can. And I'm I'm 26. I'm you. Yeah. I'm 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 26. I'm youthful. So. Uh, America, the system, the oppressor, the opposition, they got to deal with me. I ain't going nowhere. I'm good. I'm good and strong, good and young. These legs work good. This mouth work even better. I can articulate well. I can go to the slums. I can go to the projects. And, if, and, if, and, and, and one of the favorite, one of my favorite places I love that they try to let us not go. I can go into them, co- them corporate office and have the same great conversation and shut shit down as I do any other time. Like, I'm just, like I said, the 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 the, the Trayvons, the Mike Browns, all this shit I see on TV, these these excessive force cops, like they don't know when people like me see that, they like to fire under my ass even more. You not like, and like I said, being analytical, uh, it's two perspectives as that 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 you can handle the oppression that's going on in America. You can either fold and just sit back and be a complainer, or that shit can upset you when you do something about it. And that's how I am right now. Like I'm on a mission. I want mine back. That buying power, we need that shit back. That emancipation, we need that shit back. Our mental, we need that shit back. That good food we was growing before motherfuckers came and took over and dropped all this poison in the game, we need we that shit back. We gotta grow our own food. Black, right. Black Wall Street. We, we need our shit back. You know, and that, that's another thing. That, that, uh, me and my kids garden. Like, that's, that's another one of the big things. We, we got our watermelons popping right now. Hurricane season here, and it, it, it messed the garden up a little bit last week. So we're going to see how they recover. But, uh, that's our first experiment. I'm, I'm going to see if I'm nice with them watermelons, and we're going to go from there. But I'm tired of this poison and shit. They dropping in the water. They dropping in the food. They dropping in the, the education system. All that shit is outdated. They teaching our babies to be obedient. They ain't teaching them to be entrepreneurs, to be great. Just, uh, it's it's like I said, it's so many levels. I, but I tell people all the time, it's one of the biggest reminders I can give them about this system. They're never going to give us much. They're only going to give us enough. They do not want you to thrive. They want you to survive. They're they're, they're much more comfortable with you being uneducated and behind. They do not want men of men of color that's extremely strong and highly intelligent running through their buildings. That's why again, go back to nepotism. We got to, and I tell you uh my last, my last video that should have been on them. My motto about when it comes to that place, infiltrate, educate, and vacate. Start using that shit as a place of information and nothing more. Yep, you're getting some money, but what's better than that money is I'm taking all the information I'm getting from here and I'm going to venture out and start my own shit. And that's really how I feel. And don't get me wrong, I can't go start no sheriff's office, but I can go create a movement big enough that rival all that, all that injustice and bullshit that they got going on there because I've seen it firsthand. I was back there behind closed doors hearing how they talk about my people, hearing them say nigga on the job like it wasn't nothing because I was the only one in the room, and they felt like, oh, you know, he's straight. It's, it's 30 of us and one of him, so, you know, he ain't going to say shit. And that's really what it stemmed down to. I, I had an issue one day and addressed it. They found every reason in the world to get me out of there. But like I said, I'm back. I'm stronger than ever. I got a mentorship. I'm going to get as many soldiers behind me. As, right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get as many soldiers behind me as I can, and, you know, we're going to fight that good fight till we leave here. That's imperative. Like, it's it's crazy out here. And, you know, really, people ask all the time, like, well, what, what can I do? 
the best thing that you can do, for mm. real, for real, is prepare yourself. Educate yourself. Give yourself the tools. And then tell other people how to do the same thing. Right. Because, you know, right. Rome wasn't built in a day. Just consistently be that same person that's looking to know more about food, that's looking to eat better, that's looking to live right. better, that's looking to grow, that's looking to, you know what I'm saying? When you, like, we're at war. Right. I mean, they, no, it, it, it's it's really it. It's a war going on outside. In Ferguson, they showed us in Ferguson. They showed us in Baltimore that they that they it, it's nothing for them. It's nothing mm-hmm. for them to wage literal warfare against you right. in this country on this soil in your neighborhood exactly where you are. And there's nothing you could do but fight back. And how do you fight back? You got to be equipped. Mm-hmm. What happens? You know what I'm saying? I tell people all the time. What happens when we don't have these cell phones to communicate? Do you have a plan? What's your right. plan of action? You got a meetup spot? Do you, look, you know what I'm saying? What I, happens I, when I our water is full, is filled with not even chloride, but lead? When you look at Flint, that's still a real problem. Right. Mass, mass media isn't talking about it anymore, but it not has at all. changed. And I, and I, I get and it all the time. Why? Why? Why are you, uh, I'm sorry to cut you off. Why, why are you teaching your children about guns? Because there's a fucking war going on outside. And if y'all come to my door with the issue, it's coming from every direction. My son is handy with a Glock 42. He, he know that motherfucker like the palm of his hand. And my daughter, she left-handed, so you might not be ready for it, but she's going to grab her too. And I tell you that the time, like, do y'all understand that? School shootings at an all-time high. Do. Yeah. Oh, trust me, I've been there. I done seen them in the in the range with a six-year-old. That know how to bust an M16 down in 10 seconds. He could take it apart and put it back together. There, there I, I, I just did some research on this and posted a few days ago. There have been 26 school shootings in the six months of this year. We've only heard about four of them. They they conceal what they want. They want they want us to think, oh, you know, this is just a jolly place with kids get education and they play and they eat a real wholesome meal. That's a that's a goddamn lie, which is why I homeschool. I don't trust the system. I'm I'm done with the system. Man, I, I don't trust I, them I but just literally put up a post the other day. Um what was that? Friday? Um mm-hmm. I I was on Twitter for two seconds. I, I struggle with that medium because it's like bad news coming at you rapidly. Um yeah. but I see um, this Alabama school district has a a disturbing claim to fame. They've only expelled black students. And I I posted it up, and I was like, yo, this is just another example of why we got to get our kids the fuck up out of these schools. Because Mm -hmm. they're ran and controlled by our enemies. And Malcolm X said decades ago, how how the fuck are we letting the enemy teach our kids? That's yeah, crazy. exactly. That's insane. <laughs> it's insanity. And it's like, exactly. I was at work on Friday, like, yo, I really need to figure out how to manipulate my intellectual property in order to work best for me, in order to work for myself, so that I can homeschool my children. I don't have kids, right. yet, but I want to have kids. Ain't no way right. I'm going to have them up in this system. No right. way. There's no way that I cannot believe in the system, but still send and my I- kids there. And I, I had that same conversation because some, somebody brought the issue to me about that young man, uh, that Caucasian male that raped that young lady and got six months and how the disparity in the sentencing of our people. And I said, listen, this shit is direct correlation with what I'm saying. It is called nepotism. Not saying they even family or friends, but motherfuckers with money get to throw their weight around like they want to. 
So we're not we're not making any any waves by you know sit back and you know hitting them with it. That's not right speech. We got to get our ass out here and unite. We got to link. We got to get together. We got to put our funds together. We got to seek those same positions. When our when our brothers and sisters running for positions of power within the city. And I ain't, I'm not even big on voting because I don't trust Obama. I'm not a big fan of him. I'm not a big fan of none of theirs. But when our genuine brothers and sisters are running for positions of power, that's when we got to step up and put our people in positions. And I'm not saying the only are do it. Are you familiar with Marion Bird? Yeah. No, he, he, he passed a couple years ago, right? Yeah, he, he made his transition in, um, what is it, 2014. Um, like, it's crazy because, you know, growing up in the 90s, for the most part, in the 80s and the early 90s, like, you hear all this stuff about Marion Barry and, and moving to D.C. All he was to me was the bitch that set me up. You know what I'm saying? The bitch set me up. <laughs> you know what I'm right. saying? And they kept framing him in the news around here like, oh, I think he's still using drugs. And, you know, blah, blah, blah. blah. But native Washingtonians have a real love for this brother mm-hmm. and I had went to this he was the first chairman of the student nonviolence coordinating committee and I didn't mm-hmm. learn this until like spring 2010 and I went to the 50th anniversary of SNCC and I saw his name in in the program and I pulled out my phone and was like yo Mary Bear was really the first chairman and so that right. just set me on a, you know what I'm saying Jordan Hurston says research is formalized curiosity so I was mm-hmm. curious. So I started to formalize myself. I started asking questions. I started checking off that shitty ass documentary that they got out on him. And some people are crazy, mm-hmm. but it's, it's garbage because it, it yeah. by no means frames Marion Barry for who he is, what he has done, and everything that he's contributed. And going back to how we said Tyrone is a fucking chemist out here, Marion Barry right. is literally a trained chemist. In mm-hmm. the 60s, in the early 60s, Brother mm-hmm. Man went to, like, two HBCUs, bounced around some white institutions, and was damn near finished with his Ph.D. in chemistry in the early right. 1960s. Like, mm-hmm. it's 2016, and I don't even know. And I went to Howard, where every nigga with every degree, you know what I'm saying, like, yeah. has all of this stuff. And I don't personally know a black male or female chemist. I don't. Mm-hmm. But Marion Barry was one. And Nor do I. He could have been big in the pharma- pharmaceutical in- industry. They were vetting him. Mm-hmm. He left all of that behind because he was dedicated to the community. Right. And when mm-hmm. you look at his track record and everything that he was able to do, I don't personally believe in the black middle class because I'm from the E. Franklin Fraser School of Thought. Ain't no middle mm-hmm. class. That's a, ain't, ain't no, that's a myth. But for people right. who do believe and claim that they are middle class, Marion Barry created the black middle class in the in the D.C., Maryland, and Virginia area by mm-hmm. making sure they were that by like literally mandating that they get a certain percentage of the contract right. by literally mandating that they that they get a certain you know amount of government jobs. Which, yeah. you know what I'm saying, give you pension and, like, all of this shit that we never had access to before because of nepotism, segregation, mm-hmm. and all, and, exactly. you know what I'm saying, racism and all of these things. He literally carved out a space for black people in that regard. He gave, right. like, everybody, like, yo, Mary Bear gave me my first job. He created uh-huh. a program that's, that, that was called Pride, Inc. Pride, Inc. is, like, low-key, um, 
everything that the Black Panther Party, you know, programs was uh-huh. like, and he was using federal dollars to accomplish this shit. Right. Which to me is amazing. So no, I that's how you do it. I was, man, like. I, I'm just wondering how he was able to do what he actually did. Like, yo, I went to the archives and started going through, like, the pamphlets where mm-hmm. literally they were teaching people and using their talents. Like, you're, you're a youngin', you know how to draw. They were using, right. they were getting youngins to draw, like, the illustrations in the books. I don't know if you're mm-hmm. familiar with J.A. Rogers, but J.A. Rogers, you know, like, came out with a lot of illustrations and knowledge, you know, to help people that didn't, that weren't the best, you know, readers or whatever right. it may have been. He made, you know, mm-hmm. black history accessible and and palatable and pictures and right. little, you know, shit or whatever. That was J. A. Rogers thing. They kinda mm-hmm. did that with Pride Inc. and they was printing these off in their own printing thing. They were teaching youngins how to print. They had a gas station where they were training people how to work on cars. They had a health clinic where they were training people that's, how to handle how you do these it. different cut, you know what I mean? No, like, but no this outsourcing. is not what people talk about. Right. It's not what people talk about when they talk about Mary and Barry. When he when he right. made his transition, November twenty third, two thousand fourteen, TMZ came out and was like, "Crack mayor died." No, bitch. Uh-huh. It's Marion fucking Barry who did X, yeah. Y, and Z that they masked. And so it's like when you get when you have a person that's dedicated to the community like that. Going back to what you said, it's important that we rally behind them, and even if we don't believe Not in too. voting, vote and get other Stand people up, yeah. so they can put them in the room so that they can allocate the resources because I remember that was the third thing you mentioned in terms of the three easy, you know, steps of success. Right. Resources. We need those right. things. We ain't got mm-hmm. it. Right. And that's, and and that, that's been it. my biggest thing. I like, that's why I say I, I didn't want nothing from my people but to stand behind it. Just give me the stage, because I, 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 I genuinely feel like I have the tools that can create a cultural shift. I just need to get up here and get to the, the masses of my people, because it's power in numbers. If I rally enough of us, that's like, shit, man, we, I'm, I'm a newborn soldier today, and I'm, ri- I'm going to ride and die for what I believe in. They cannot do absolutely nothing with us. That's that's been proven. That's why, you know, gun violence amongst uh, law enforcement and blacks is so high. Physically, you can't do shit with me. When I lock it in mentally, I'm a whole nother monster. You couldn't, you couldn't see me on your best day toe to toe. But when I learn how to kick your ass at your mental game, and you know, I leave you behind. You won't, you won't be able to do absolutely nothing with me. And that's, that was my biggest thing for my people. Like, I just need this platform because I am going to the medicine and the candy. I'm coming and I'm going to give us what I feel like we need because me personally, I've, I've kicked their ass at a number of games. And my biggest thing is, like, as a man, and this this always been my ideology as a man, you venture out into the unknown. You venture out into the to the land, only to return back and give your peoples all the knowledge and the wits of the land so they can go out and do the shit, do the, the exact same thing, but at a much easier rate. I fucked up so you didn't have to. So ride, ride my way, get on exactly my back. That's what Carter G. Wilson talked about in that book, The Miseducation of the Negro. Because right. you can have all this education and you can have all this knowledge you can have all of this quote-unquote success, you know what I'm saying? But if you're not mm-hmm. reaching back and giving back to the community in which you came from, a.k.a. Right. black people, a.k.a. people of African descent, if you're not right. reaching back and giving back and reaching back to them, you ain't doing shit. And none right. of it means absolutely nothing. Like, right. you have to take exactly. the shit back. And if you don't, exactly. it all means nothing. It don't mean a thing. 
That's so speaking of that, mm-hmm. knowledge, intellectual property, and giving back, talk a little bit more about your about your new book that you just dropped. Uh, God amongst uh, God amongst men, uh, 365 routes of supreme being. Number one, uh, get this out that I have no religion. I simply believe in getting up. Uh, and being a better man than I was the day before, from my consciousness to the love in my heart for my people, to treating my brothers better, to addressing my addressing my women better, speaking better, better thoughts, uh, better things rolling off my tongue, and just better actions. I just truly believe in getting up and working on being a greater human being than I was yesterday. Hence why it's 365 routes to supreme being. Because one, one, like I said, to me, the bulk of the game is mental. Once you can reroute that mental, the body is going to follow with no question. It's going gonna, it's, it's, it's gonna to do whatever the mind makes it up to do, and that's why I wrote that book. That book is really, and, and why it's 365 routes, I give them 365 pages of just ways to uh, overcome their plights, to navigate this jungle, to simple stuff down to budgeting, problem solving, uh, the love for our people, the consciousness, being blind, question, questioning everything. That's one of my biggest ones is tradition. Tradition to me is one of the sole reasons why our potential don't max out today because we so goddamn worried about doing what we did 100 years ago. And I tell people all the time, if you wake your ass up every day and your hair growing, your nails growing, your feet growing, that's how that's how it's evolving. Your brain should be doing the same damn thing, and if it's not, that's a problem. So that's one of the biggest things the book about is just evolving because – I've, I've I've had my sense with consciousness. I had my sense with religion, where I be, I, where I began to question everything, and then I had my sense where, uh, and just to be honest with you, I was going through, I was going through some transitions, just researching things and looking things up and trying to find me even more last July, and I began to finally tell my subconscious to shut the hell up and I'm gonna start questioning religion. I began questioning it and, um. I'm not gonna lie. Most of the people I ran into personally, they wasn't with it. But and 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 one of the I call him one of the OGs of this. I ran across his speech, and David Banner submitted it for me. Cause I I I started referring to myself as that, and and and, and the people, the women around me, I was like, what? Hold on, now you tripping? And I'm like, listen, God, to me, God is within. We all God. We got God like us. We got God like characteristics. We just gotta exercise them. We gotta we gotta change our mental. We gotta start moving like that. And that's when I fully embraced that position. I just started moving totally different. And I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't, to following that, most people, I didn't even have to say it. My actions and my articulation and my presence and the grace at which I approached them with, they just started dressing me like, it, like I said, like, you're going to, the earth, the earth know what's going on. That shit you sending out, no seeds you plant, they're going to come back around. Whether good or bad, they're going to blossom. So those, the thought, the tongue, that energy, and that's what the book is about, just upgrading your thoughts, upgrading your tongue, upgrading your energy. You are you are a, 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 a masterpiece of a human being. Again, being analytical, people just don't break down how amazing the human body is, how we could feel our gas tanks, we could feel our closet, we could feel we 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 could feel every we we could feel our cup with juice. Your brain can never be filled. The brain does not have a maximized button or F symbol that says, "Hey, no more information. I I, I can't push shit else in here. You you done. You done maxed out." As I said, like that's that's one of the biggest things. Like we have to evolve. We got to level up. We here to do so much more. We got to tap into more percentage of the brain than we are. Again, back to what we said, you know, an hour ago we were talking. Your intake, a lot of these things. So it touches on so many subjects, but really the, the the biggest thing about it is just the level of mentally evolved. I need you to be damn near levitating after you read that book. 
because you you done leveled up so much and, and your mental so high and your your self awareness and your consciousness and your grace so strong and your your aura and your presence that you 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 ain't even got to say how you feeling. They gonna feel the glow when you come in the room. They gonna see the light every time you open your mouth and you impute the knowledge or whatever you got going on. They gonna feel the light, and that's what it is. The 365 routes to becoming a supreme being to just being totally at peace with yourself and just consistently fighting to be conscious and, and standing firm in the things you believe in, just knowing that you are greater than just another number or fucking splat on the canvas like this world tries to convince us of sometimes. This is true. So where can people get your book? Uh, both books are available on Amazon.com. If you want to search by author, it's Derek D. Grace II. Again, it's Gods Amongst Men, 365 Routes to Supreme Being. If you don't want to go through Amazon, because I know a lot of my people lately have been hitting me saying the Amazon account is messed up, it's also available on my uh, my personal website, amillibound.com, A-M-I-L-L-I-B-O-U-N-D. You can get it there as well. Uh and again, uh, like I said, the, the Power Circle, my uh, speaking engagements that I'm going to be touching on a number of things that starts June, June 25th. If anybody in Tampa and they're present, I will have plenty on hand. Uh, following June, we're going to get it on the road as well. So if I'm in your city, I'm definitely going to have a trunk full of them with me. So if, you, if anybody sees me in person, I got 27 facial tattoos. I'm not hard to miss. If you see me once and you see me again, you're going to know who you like that. So, you know, just approach me and I'm going to always have them on me. I, I like that. You said, I'm going to have him in the trunk. That reminds me of Master P, yo. Like, we yeah, don't we, think we. enough and talk enough about Master P, but that brother was a genius. Like, he owned yeah. all his shit. Yeah. He made millions of dollars out of his trunk. He he is one of the Bill Gates of our of our system, of our demographic. People just, they overlook him sometimes. They, 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 they let that music shit clout what he's done beyond music. That man is bigger than music. He is... He, he's one of the forefathers of this, that independent hustle. He trained hustle. his children to be bosses. Right. Not, you know what I'm saying? Not 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 uh, consumers. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. He, he really mm-hmm. invested in them. And you know what I'm right. saying? You're seeing that. You're seeing the way that he's pushing Lil' Romeo. Like, step up, uh-huh. bro. Like, it's it's yeah, harder to know, everybody. Yeah. yeah. Like, and, and And we don't talk about that enough. We, you know, mm-hmm. we think about all of these other cookie cutter people. You know, you know. Actually, I have some issues with the brother, kind of, on some shit. But ultimately, I uh-huh. still love Ti. Very, you know, southern, me, very me too. intelligent. Um, and I mean, hustler and teaching his kids right. how to hustle. You know what right. I'm saying? And teaching mm-hmm. his kids how to hustle. Why they all hustling and making money on TV? <laughs> right, and that's you know that's what one of my biggest things. Like I, I tell people, child investment. One of my biggest ones. Like my son and my daughter have a lemonade stand. I, I I posted that video as well, but they get up uh, four times out of the week because they're homeschooled, a lot more flexible. They get up and go hustle. So financially, they're not dependent. Do now, information wise, yeah, they they need they need it. They they need their pops to come in and you know show them the way, but. Financially, when Christmas time, I, I told them y'all have to buy your own toys. Y'all could buy your own school clothes. Y'all, but really, you homeschool, you don't need school clothes. But you know, the, the point I'm making is just putting your people in position, investing in your children. And I remember my first day, our first two days, we did a weekend. I spent 179 on elimination, and I spent 50, 56 on buying a product, cookies, juices, water, 
lemonade, et cetera, they brought back $338 in two days. So even the initial investment, and, and this is just from a kid perspective, they made they brought back $100, you know, in two days and, and, and probably like four hours total. And I like I'm I'm on people ask by that too like you, that's what I say and I I got the same stance with Ti. I do have some issues with some of the things, but for the most part, I salute him, especially for the family. He's putting everybody in position. He can he can leave tomorrow and they'll be okay. This is true. Every, like he's planted the seeds like from from small. Cause I mean, even to my knowledge, major he got his own contract on Family Hustle. <laughs> right. So you know what I'm saying? Like he was, he was like, I ain't trying to sign because he didn't, he wasn't really feeling the cameras, you know, like whatever, blah blah blah. But mm-hmm. Pop spoke to him, they negotiated whatever, and and kept rolling. You know what I'm saying? And, and right. that's important. Like everybody right. got to have a job, everybody got to get their hand, and it's like I got money and I yeah. can give it to you, but I'm not because I'm nah. not doing you no favor if I'm just right. handing it to you. Right, um, exactly. And that's important, you know what I mean? And it's like, I look at all of these fathers, you know, Father's Day is coming up. <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. Every day is Father's Day. Every day is Mother's Day. Every day, mothers right. and fathers should be appreciated. Every day, mothers and fathers should be held accountable for the mm-hmm. shit that they're not doing as well. Right. <laughs> ain't no ain't no, ain't no, whole mama accountable day. That's every day. Mm-hmm. Ain't no right. appreciate mama day. That's every day that you're supposed to appreciate her. Every day that you're supposed to appreciate him. And child yeah. investment is, you know what I'm saying, That like that's number one. And we have right. to put that to the forefront. And it, as someone who, you know, wants children and is, you know, like trying to build this nation, like for me, I'm trying to get myself in the position where I can make sure I'm not putting my children in the enemy school. Right. Where, you know, I'm able to equip them with tools so they ain't got to do, you know what I'm saying, everything that I did. Um, because we're supposed to create the path to make it easier for those that come. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like we stand, August Wilson said, you know what I'm saying, like decades ago. Like I stand here mm-hmm. in my grandfather's shoes. I stand here in my father's and my mother's and my, you know, and all of the ancestors. I stand upon, right. uh, upon them. Um, and so that's mm-hmm. important, and we give them something to stand on. Right. And more right. specifically, that we give them their own feet to stand on. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. My mama exactly. always say, "Get up on your own too." <laughs> you got to stand up for yourself. Um, mm-hmm. And and do the and and do the best that you can do, and and that is investing in yourself. That's believing in yourself. That's being right. consistent. That's jumping out. You know what I'm saying? On a limb. And doing what it is that you feel you need to do in order to get it, even when it right. doesn't seem lucrative, even yeah. when it's not instantly cashing in, even you know what I'm saying? Like you've been at this for years, you ain't new to this. You're true to this, right? Exactly. And, <laughs> and so you know what I'm saying? Now you have a, a broader, a broader platform. Now you have a little more leverage. Now you're selling a little more books. Now your vision is a little more clear, so you can go, you know what I'm saying, for it a right. little stronger. And it's like it's not a lot of 26 year old people <laughs> you know what exactly. i'm saying in in, mm-hmm. in this world more specifically in this country that has that mindset and that outlook and, and for that brother i really applaud you and i commend you and it's like you got your children you. you're investing in them you're pouring into them and um just one of the things you know that. like i i was talking to some people um 
you know, since I reached out to you and said, oh, you know, you seen the brother, the viral video, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, people always got some shit to say. Yeah, oh, yeah I, I know. Because I know you listen. Uh, yeah, I know they listening right now. Yeah, y'all have some shit to say. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to tell Derek. I'm going to keep it real. Why? Because it's a straight motherfucking act. No choices. So people right. have certain shit to say, like, oh, well, it seems as if, you know, his kids are just memorizing this, but they're not really, you know, like, ingesting it as, you know, like knowledge. It seems like rote right. memory to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, but think about all the rote memory you have. <laughs> right, right. All, all, the, all the that, that. You have, it's, like, it's just rap. allegiance to the flag. And right. America. That's your rote fucking memory. As a right, right. About that. You know what I'm saying? They have yeah. rote memory about nepotism, intellectual property, about what gentrification is, about all of these different mm-hmm. things. Like, those are things that you can call back upon and be able to articulate when you're older and able to understand it. And I'm not even saying right. they can't do that right now because they probably can. Right. But just for people who, like, oh, you know, somebody always got some shit to say. Always, yeah, that's always. How I and, when you said it. <laughs> yeah, and, and, it's, and it's like, it don't. I'm going to get some like, You know, my friends be like, why are you talking about me? Because it's real, and you're not the only person that's thinking that. And right, and you, somebody came I, to I, me. And, go ahead. Somebody came to me and was like, he got all these baby mamas. <laughs> and I'm like, well, we don't know his situation. We don't know how right. he's maneuvering through that. We don't know his mm-hmm. background. We can ask. And it's. And and this is one of the things I love to stand on with that baby mama conversation. One thing I pride myself on is of all those baby mamas, none of them have never had to call me and ask ask me to watch my children. One, men don't watch their children. And two, overtime men, they they might have to ask me to watch their children because I'm so active. So, I mean, you know, like you like you said, everybody gonna have an opinion, but do they go without? Have they have they ever slept one day without me? Probably because cause they me, me and their granddaddy fought about them coming to their house. They want to stay the night with their grandparents. But other than that, no, I'm 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 24/7. If I'm not homeschooling, then we out hustling. We working on my business, or we working on that. So you know, everybody's entitled to their opinion. But yeah, I'm a I got I I have three baby mamas, and I'm a super full time dad, and I wouldn't change it for nothing. And there you have it to all of those that were wondering, like, what's up? Because, you know, in the black conscious community, quote unquote, in our community, people are always so, you know, they have strong opinions and, you know, outlooks on, oh, you got multiple baby mamas, you got mm-hmm. multiple baby daddies, you know, et cetera, et cetera, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you into polygamy. Oh, you polyamorous. Oh, you this and you that. You know what I'm saying? You know what? I've been getting that all week. Like, what? How, I don't know how in the hell they come to, but again, assumptions. I don't know how they came to that, that conclusion <laughs> that I'm into polygamy. I was like, you know what? Like, I'm, I'm, cause I, I see it in the comments. That's because I'm people like, man, don't I'm have not... an understanding of what polygamy is. Right, and people don't have a. It's, it's so it's so cliche for you and baby daddy not to get along. For you, hey baby mama, but I wasn't raised like that, so I handle mine a different way. Not only do we get along, but we do holidays together, we shop together, we hang together. We are naturally all good friends outside of our children. So, I mean, it's it's not polygamy. I understand it's, it's taboo because a lot of mamas and daddies don't even talk. They on a hey and by status. They don't know what it's like to go to school shop together. 
they don't know what it's like to be like, hey, y'all want to go to a movie? We The whole team going. We coming in there seven deep. Everybody, nobody left behind. I understand they don't they don't know what it's like that when a man is no longer with you and you, and you with another man. And this is specifically for the son of my mother. That I, I still love you. I'm still crazy about you, and I'm always going to be because I laid down to create life with you. If you a man and, 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 and you got a mother out there and her well-being and her safety and her happiness is not of your concern, understand when it's not when it's not going well for her, it trickles down to your child. So I don't understand as a man how you cannot be concerned with that because that's going to affect your baby one way or another. If his mama's stressing, he's going to feel it when he come home. And I and I always look in the mirror and say, man, what what kind of man would I be if my son turned 15 and be like, damn, Pop, you had all that money and my mom was out there struggling? And you 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 left her out there to struggle because she decided to date somebody but you? No, that's, that's not what men do. That's not what stand-up men do. They're going to ride forever. I laid down and created a life with you. I'm here forever. We down forever. And that's, and that's, I mean, that's the community and the village that we all need to be mm-hmm. able to, you know what I'm saying, to deal with each other. You know, we talk about nation building, but there's not one particular way to nation build. There's multiple ways to do it. Some people like it this way. Some people like it that way. But like my mama always say, stack it like you like it. Stack it like right. How it works for you, you know what I'm saying? But you got to make it work because it's about, like you said, child investment. Right. And you know what I'm, I'm saying? I'm, 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 I'm never going to have I, – I know so many people that think that shit is okay to have a brother that live in a city that you don't know or you don't see or, or, or you talk to your – your your friend from work more than you talk to your brother. Nah, we wasn't raised like that. We tight knit. So no matter how that adult game gotta be played, those babies gonna be tight like glue forever. I I wouldn't have another. Now don't get me wrong. I love them all to death. But if they ever try to split that faction, we go to war. That I'm passionate about. I'm never gonna split my children. They like they and each other yeah, mom take care. Each each other each other's mom take care of the other child like his mother's way in North Korea, but she sent my daughter a nice care package for her birthday. That's her baby, just like it's uh, her real mama is her baby. So, I mean, I, I understand people don't understand it, and you know, ho- hopefully one day they will. Hopefully I can show them that you know it's friendship after breakup. You ain't gotta hate baby daddy. You ain't gotta hate the woman he with. If anything, y'all should get together and you know and coincide and be cool because that woman gonna be around your child, and and. Just a note for these mamas. If you the stepmama, you cannot genuinely love that child and call his mama a bitch during the night when he's not around. It just don't work like that. It gotta be it gotta be a level of respect there if you genuinely love mm-hmm. if you genuinely love him. So, you know, it's again, it's so many levels to that, but I'm definitely definitely not into polygamy. I'm gonna clear that up because I'm get the hell out of my comments <laughs> about polygamy. I'm not into that like I love I I I love women so I love I mean, women it's, it's I hold them literally a hot topic because like yeah and, I was and you know what about point. that um with with the comedian D Ray so he got mm-hmm. two girlfriends right and you know people are like yeah like it's a shortage on men out here blah 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 and I mean right it's a shortage on men because of mass incarceration and this that and the third and interracial mm-hmm. dating and I'm just like yo. Why y'all keep letting people feed y'all bullshit statistics? Right. It's not I, that many less men than it is women. Like, oh, there's so many more women in the world. It's like 11 to 1. And I'm like, who told you that? Yeah. <laughs> who told you that? Right. <laughs> like, no, it's, 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 it's all BS. And, and even to that point, like, um, 
I got one daughter, and after summer, I'm going to have two daughters because both, they're both pregnant. That's that's why the polygamy keeps coming up. Yeah, they're both pregnant. People got to understand, when you conscious up, you are very, very conscious about the energy you put into the world with women when you got three daughters. I have no no time. Like, those days are over. I have no time to be dis- disrespecting the queens, dragging them, lying to them, any of that. Even if I had it in my mind, which when I wanted to conceive with both of them and, and have both of them carry a life for me, we had a conversation as adults, and we and we we moved forward and did that. that hence why one child is due, uh, melanin is due August 8th, and God is due September 17th. So... It's, it's definitely not polygamy. It's grown people sitting down having a grown conversation saying, listen, it's a family unit and we're going to keep our children together no matter what. We not, we, 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 we may venture off and move on with our lives relationship wise, but as far as fathering, we want children from one man and we want to keep it with that one man. And, you know, that's, that's what it is. And outside of that, we all really good friends. We really hang. They handle me. They helping me with business. Those, 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 all, all those bad, nasty DMs about polygamy. They the ones going through them, helping, reading them to me while we driving and helping me go through them. Cause a week ago I had two DMs. Today I got 500. So, you know, uh, <laughs> It's 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 a working system and it's a family business. They they can they can perceive it how they want because even if I correct them, a thousand people gonna come to me in six months and say the same thing. So you know it is what it is. One hundred. Well, Derek Grace the second. This has been like awesome. I feel like I've learned so much about you and you've been. I have as well. You know what I'm saying. You definitely um, schooled me on you know, on, on, on uh, Barium. You definitely schooled me on it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a learning community. Um, I definitely want to, you know, invite you back on and have you keep spreading um, and dropping everything. He drops daily jewels, y'all. Like, as people know, and as I, I generally introduce, you know, the show, the Straight straight right. is brought to about the Black Queen Collective, and that's that's uh-huh. my sister circle that holds right. me up, the reason why I record every week, the people that push me up, like, yo, Start your shit today, not tomorrow, motherfucker. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I need to do right. Like, the people that hold me accountable in my circle, they was like, yo, um, what's, what's up? What's good? Like, I appreciate them. The Black Women right. Collective holds it down every week. The show is definitely brought to you by them. We have an event, actually, because Brother Derek was just talking about um, budgeting. Um, uh-huh. All the sisters in the D.C., Maryland, and Virginia area, we have it, our Black Sister Weekend event next Sunday, June 19th, mm-hmm. um, where we're talking about finance and budgeting because that's something right. that's important um, to us women, folks, because we are the nation builders, and we're building this shit mm-hmm. up, and we got to learn how to budget and hold our, our men, our men folks, and sisters accountable for this money because right. we got we to gotta cut back to, to, to get up. <laughs> and um, I went in the Black Queen Collective like before, you know, we started recording this podcast and I was uh-huh. sharing one of your, your your videos and I was like, yo, he is dropping some goddamn jewels on these videos. Yes. Right. And Derek drops daily jewels. Um, what's your Instagram so people can make sure they follow uh, you so they can stay? Instagram is at Derek Grace, D-E-R-R-I-C-K, last name Grace, G-R-A-C-E. Uh, not the number two, but the letter two. T W O. Derek Grace two. Uh, YouTube. Derek Grace. Facebook. Derek Grace the second. Or Derek Grace. Uh, Twitter. Derek Grace two. The same way. You. Uh, you know, I already gave out the YouTube. And again, the website. Ameliebound. Dot com. 
Damn, I think I went to your Twitter today. You got to put up a pic. You know, I, I actually just did earlier today. I, I was making some changes to it probably when you checked on it. But, no, it's, it's definitely a pick up there. Got the videos rolling. Because uh, then I'll be thinking, that ain't Derrick Grace. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nah, and I'm, and I'm also going to uh, – Right, the, the, uh, the webinar is going to start kicking off this month as well. So, again, just everybody stay into, stay tuned to the social media. Again, the website, amillibound.com, A-M-I-L-L-I-B-O-U-N-D. Uh all the information will be there. And, again, following June, the power circle is going to be on the road. First first state we're trying to go to is Georgia, and we're going to work our way up around the entire nation. He's so selling books out of Trump, y'all. Right. Listen, I, I, we, uh, one of my mottos, you're going to play broke or you're going to stay broke. It's all about your mentality. So I still move. No matter how much money I got, I'm still moving with that mentality like I ain't got nothing. So I definitely will pull up on you with a – You sound uh, like uh, my mama. <laughs> uh, I definitely will pull up on you with a trunk full of books. Well, Definitely will. I, I appreciate the opportunity for you to drop Likewise. your jewels. I hope everybody, you know, learns something. I'm gonna have you back soon. Um, yeah, so we can I, talk I, more. I definitely Cause, be back. I, I was taking notes literally, and I can, and I can't say that I've had a podcast before. I was actually taking notes from my <laughs> like that's real. Um, I appreciate Make sure y'all that. check all of that out. Facebook, Instagram, uh, YouTube, Twitter. Twitter. Um, he hits, he, like, he responds. He got the family. Somebody responding. Somebody doing Right, it. right, definitely. Shit, you more yep. on it than I am. <laughs> <laughs> I, I appreciate y'all. Um, happy Father's Day to all the black men that are doing yes. what they're supposed to be. If you're listening to this and you know you ain't doing what the fuck you're supposed to do, get your shit together today, not tomorrow, motherfucker. Until right. next week, black people, we out. Peace.